In the spring of 2021, Mickey Weems was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer and was given 6 to 12 months to live. This episode was recorded in October of 2022. My name is Donna Blanchard. While we recognize that Mickey is dying, we'd like to welcome you to another day of his life. Hello, Mickey Weems. Aloha, Donna and crew. <laughs> James and Susan are here as always with us. It's so, I wish that, well, they are with me a lot in my life because we also work <laughs> together, but uh, it, it's a comfort. It's a comfort to spend time with all of you, frankly. Um, I, I always enjoy this time. And you know what? I want to take a minute to say, I know it's not about me, but let me just take a moment to make it about me because it's my birthday while we're recording. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I feel like when once you get to know people, you can tell when you are in the presence of a really good person. And those are the ones that we try to really hold on to in our lives. And I feel like I am in the company of three really good people right now. And I recognized it in all through three of you. Very, It's very evident in all three of you. And I, I'm always grateful for our time together. Likewise. Got to hold on to those people, right? Let's talk if we can i'd like to first of all how are you doing mickey i'm doing good if you weren't feeling so good is it easy for you to be open about that i i keep some things close to my chest yeah with you three i'll tell you when i'm feeling bad with the podcast i don't okay that's good i know that you have had some moments with us that uh, a few moments with us that were very vulnerable on your part. And um, uh, also because I, uh, I'm, I have long COVID, so I'm going through some issues of my own. And there's some people that you tell and there's some people, you know, that you don't. There's some moments that you will take and there's some moments you say, buck up, get through it. Um, I, uh, and I kind of marvel at if you have... Uh, if you have always let yourself be vulnerable uh, and open with us, I absolutely marvel at how positive you manage to stay. And with such, um, you know, you make it look easy. In some ways it is. By my training, my, basically the training of my life itself is it's um, a training of discipline. It's a training of recognizing that if I'm going to get things done, I cannot afford to be too terribly weak, even when I am. And so there you find ways around it. You find ways to find the strength. One of the ways I find the strength is by hanging around cool people like you three. Another way is to, believe it or not, Look at something pretty. <laughs> it really uh -huh. does help. So right now I'm going to hold up the necklace. Oh, the button necklace. Right. Made, made yeah. out of butt, made out of glass buttons. That is just to me simply beautiful. It's 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 very much bling. It's it's like I don't know if you've seen the ad for the new Wakanda Forever movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. 
so that super hottie that's playing the role of namor this the the um king of the sea who is also maya and he's he's he is like bedecked in bling he's wearing gold armlets gold bracelets he's got this all these lay around his neck he's wearing a feathered headdress because he's kept he's a uh kukulkan he is the feathered serpent the flying feathered serpent He's all of those things, as well as being under the sea, which I find absolutely contradictory and really fabulous. So I, I aspire to be like him in the bling with my little, you know, glass button necklace and all of the colors and the purples and the blues and the shiny. Yeah. 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 So when if, if I'm hurting, I'll take it and I'll look at it. And it helps. Really? Beauty helps. Be uh, yeah, beauty helps. I... Actually, I was talking with my therapist earlier today and she asked how, how I was keeping my spirits up because it, it's depressing to be sick for, uh, um, to feel awful for a long time. And I said, well, I've been watching a lot of movies that I would normally call silly, you know, like the equivalent of uh, the lifetime romantic comedy Ha predictable happy ending all of that mm -hmm. that 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 will will pick up my spirits i'll look at a tiktok account that's a couple of cats that talk to each other veronica and the baby boo <laughs> give them a little plug they it just picks me up every time i look at one of the, those little little jolts of serotonin we give ourselves mm-hmm so in the last episode, we were talking about compassion and these are things, these are ways that we show ourselves compassion. And I, I found it, I thought it was interesting uh, in that episode, you talked about the Knights of the Pueo and what you need, if you are knighted, what you need to do. And whenever you have the staff, you must be um, a, the kindest person. Right. And I now that I look back, I think about it and I think, is that like the oxygen mask in the airplane? You have to be kind to yourself first. Kindness to myself is incidental. Aristotle said that when you have the job of being a doctor, your primary thing is curing people. The fact that you get paid is incidental. The kindness to myself is incidental. The primary thing is to be kind to others, is to be compassionate. It's a tough line to draw. It's, um, well, it's easy for me because otherwise I, I would not see a reason for me to be kind to myself. Yeah, but if you are not feeling well and you really need to sleep, you really uh, need to take time for yourself and some but someone needs something you know you you've talked about before that you let yourself get run down yeah you know that can be a, a tough decision to make do i um, no it's easy. it's easy for me they're first and i do it without even yeah. thinking yeah but the amazing thing that happens when i do it the energy shows up uh, i agree with you and you know i still have friends from well, my best friend since we were 10, if she called me in the middle of the night and said, I need you, I would figure out how to get on a plane. And it doesn't matter whether I have long COVID or not. So I, I, I do get that. Um, and also, 
I may, I may pay the price for that later or the adrenaline dr- adrenaline of it may take care of me. I guess, I guess what I'm really asking about is, and, and you, and you, and you answered, you don't feel the struggle. It's others first. Others first, every time. Then what happened to the oxygen mask analogy? Why does the mother get the oxygen mask first? Yeah. So she can save her baby, not to save herself. Yeah. Yeah. You, you understand what I'm saying? That I do. the equivalent of the oxygen mask is sometimes it's a nap. Yep. Even though sometimes someone's on is. the phone saying they need you. Yeah. And that moment of, okay, Uh, can I even sleep? Can I even take that nap knowing that that person needs me? I guess that's something, it's something that um, I've, I've struggled with a lot throughout my life that where, where is that line and self-care and I'm in my later fifties. And so that term wasn't invented uh, uh, for most of my life. It's still, it's, it is a question for me of, am I being greedy with my time? Am I taking more for myself or do I actually need this? And um, I guess I feel like you probably have more experience than any of us in figuring out where that line is. And um, Well, well, I parse it different. I don't look upon it as self-care or self-love. I look upon it as maintenance. Mm. The examples I have are the priestesses in Brazil who are these powerful women in charge of these houses where they are absolute rulers. And they are so powerful, they control the gods. They can summon a god and dismiss a god. And if the god doesn't want to leave, they they throw it out. That's how powerful these women are. But their title for themselves is Zeladora, which means janitor. So as powerful as they are, their power comes from the fact that this power allows their house to function. They are the means. They are literally the link between the, the next world and this. And they get this link through extreme discipline. They're extremely disciplined women. They put themselves in many ways last. And at the same time, the community will put them first just to make sure they can do their jobs. But they choose to call themselves janitors. Even though, and, and, and they usually go by their first names. They are called they, Mother, Mother uh, Ella, Mother... Um, and any number of now, whatever the first name is, they don't go by their last names. They, they, might, they might go by the name of their god, like uh, Stella of Oshosi. She is Stella of the god Oshosi, who's also the god in my head as well. So the god of the hunt. So they're, they're, they are such a good example to me on how to do it, on how to be somebody that people have confidence in. Artemis is one of my favorite goddesses. So we have something in common there, (laughs) the Mm -hmm. goddess of the hunt. I guess, I guess that leads me to think about the fact that you, a lot of your identity is wrapped in health and virility. Yes. Yeah. So um, I wonder if it makes it even more difficult for you to admit when and I don't see this, I'm not accusing you of this, but 
is it more difficult for you to admit when you are not feeling health and vitality? I cannot be a quitter. That upsets me to even think that I could be a quitter. And yeah, that does create uh, not necessarily a quandary, but it does create a situation where I can be really, really, really tough on myself. And I'm happier that way. That pleases me to be that way. I'm, I'd rather be that way because I know that my ego is raging. <laughs> I know that I'm extremely vain. And how do I contain that is by making sure that I do the best I can and I push myself beyond what I should be doing. Like the motto I told you is that when things get bad, make them worse. If I'm feeling bad when I'm lifting, I lift harder. I double down. You can hurt yourself doing that. Yes, you can. I have hurt myself doing something similar, being in a yoga stretch and feeling like, oh, I can do better. And then my back is jacked for a month, you know. I well, guess that would get in the way of you being able to help people. Yeah. So you, know, you got to can't can't be bonehead about it. You got to got to make sure that you know that, yeah. that maintenance, right? Maintenance is is is, is huge. It could be a really tough line to see. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, anyway, I I don't see that you have trouble with with that thin line. Um, but I just want to make sure that that we covered it. And I want to, uh, I guess I want to make sure that also we say that even if you, even if you w were weak and you needed to, uh, I'm just going to put it in the same, in the same terms of people who are raised, <laughs> everybody who's raised by the greatest generation age people will understand when I say that those times when you need to be a big baby, that's okay too. Uh, I, my therapist stops me all the time when I say, oh, I feel like I'm just being a big baby. She's like, what does that even mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, it means feeling sorry for yourself. What does that mean? Well, it's something my parents talked about all the time that um, uh, it, uh, often what they were calling being a big baby was maintenance slash self-care. Mm -hmm. And even if you um, and, and maybe you'll experience this more and more as, as time goes by, I, I just want you to know that when you have those moments of needing to be a big baby, you're still you, and we still see you and recognize you and, um, would be happy to share that with you as much as you, as much as is helpful to you. Cause Thank I know you. that you're doing this because you want to help other people, but it, it should also help you. It, it was the bargain with the universe, right? I made a deal with the universe and the deal also includes lots of joy, which is fuel. Joy helps, helps to maintenance, helps maintenance, helps to maintain. Yeah. But the interesting thing about joy is it's independent of pain. Pain doesn't matter when joy is there. Amen. Yeah. Uh, so James is asking, ha has, the, has your concept of maintenance changed with your diagnosis or has it remained the same? It's had to change because the situation changes. Yeah. 
and it's changing slowly, but it's changing surely. And I'm having to adapt. The things that I expected of myself have had to be revised. It's like catching the wave, right? You go according to the wave as it's shaped, not according to how you wish it were. And you write it. So that's that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, catch, I'm catching each wave each time and doing my best to adapt to whatever it is, wherever it's at. Yeah, I, well, I would imagine you wouldn't have gone dancing with a, a staff for, for balance a year ago. I think fondly of the days when I could dance without one. Yeah. But at the same time, if the music hits me, I'm making up new moves with that staff. <laughs> so that, that happened last week. DJ was on, music hit me. I'm dancing around like a stone fool. And it's fun and all kinds of moves that I thought had disappeared started coming back. It's joy does that joy. Joy can bring out some really wonderful things. And as you innovate with whatever the situation is, uh, you know, then you, well, the staff itself, the staff itself has created a place for me in the community that I would not have in the same way if I weren't walking around with it. It's given me a mystique. So these, the way that the fates are turning for me is awesome. I'm, 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 there's always something new coming up. And a lot of it has to do with the situation I'm in with my health, with the way people respond to it, with the compassion they show. I don't know if that's making any sense, but hey. It is. Do you feel like if your doctor said, this is amazing. The cancer's gone. Do you, do you feel like there would be some sense of loss? I don't even allow my mind to go there. I, I guess that is a, um, a difficult question. Yeah. And, and I'll explain why. Once I made up my mind to accept my fate, so many people have been trying to tell me that there's a way out and they'll give me any number of remedies with the with the best of intentions i don't accept any of them <laughs> i thank them i say that's awesome that's great advice thank you very much and then i completely ignore it i know what my fate is i trust the doctors i am not a person who is anti-science or anti-medicine I know the risks. I know that we're stumbling around in the dark with a lot of this. And I'm perfectly content for the time that I have. Mm. Any, kind of, any kind of idea that I will survive this, that the cancer will disappear, is just why I'm, I'm not. It's, it, it makes no sense to me to even uh, spend time on it. Yeah. Thank you for taking that so well. I realize in hindsight that that was an insensitive question. Of No, no, no. It was good ask. that you asked it. it. It was actually good that you asked it because other people have, other people have insinuated that, right? You know, what are you going to get through this? You're going to survive this. You're going to be around for a very long time. And I just say, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. I don't contradict them. I know where their hearts are. Yeah. Good. We just have uh, three minutes left. Is there anything else you want to leave us with on the topic of compassion? Um, 
the universe itself is not compassionate. The universe itself is cruel. However, the sustainer of the universe, that which is the background in which the universe functions, is nothing but compassion, so far as I can tell. And the link between me and that is basically more and more I'm finding my ancestors, however I define them to be. Okay, your ancestors do not have to be people that you're blood related to. They're people that you trace yourself from, your being from. And I'm essentially a philosopher, so I trace myself all the way back to Socrates and the Buddha. Those are my ancestors among like my actual kinfolk. Nice. Thank you, Mickey. I, I, I'm going to want to come back and revisit this conversation again. Okay. I really appreciate your willingness to dive into it as you have. Thank you, Mickey. You're welcome. I'm Donna Blanchard. James Charisma is our producer. Susan Wright is our content advisor, PR agent, and support team member. Music generously donated by Kainani Kahaunaele from her Hoku Award-winning album, Waipunale. We're all here to support our friend Mickey and help him help all of us to learn about living while dying. <laughs>